Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks, uh, as always. It's just an honor for Stephanie and I to be here. Stephanie, good morning. Happy Friday. What's going on? Good morning. Um, what's going on? You know what? Um, life continues to move on and never, never slows down. So doing well this morning. Very busy. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just, I think it's great when we set aside the time to do the podcast there's never a good time, but you know, as soon as we hop into podcasts, we're all happy about it. You know, it's just, it's hard because we try to do at least five a week and lately we've been doing 10 next week. We're doing 10. I'm, I'm going to talk with Stephanie, uh, about maybe having a special, a uh, couple special people come on. It's been a few months since we did that, Stephanie. So I think, uh, I think we'll do 10 podcasts and we'll have some special people come by and be part of them. And uh, we kind of dig that too, when we get to hang out with other folks, but as we move along, so we've been talking, uh, you know, we've spent a lot of time as we went through Proverbs 11. Now we're in 12 talking about words, deeds, and destiny. We just finished 12, uh, one and two. And today we're going to try to do three and four uh, Proverbs chapter 12. But before we do that, we have this segment called the knucklehead minute. And the idea is to share with you uh, what a knucklehead looks like so that you're not a knucklehead. And sometimes it's funny. And uh, so we, we always say you might be a knucklehead if. So again, remember these things so you don't do them. Remember these things so you don't act like them. You might be a knucklehead if you compare yourself against somebody else. And you say, well, what do you mean? You know, uh, I compare myself uh, against Stephanie because she's a great gal and Doug's a loser or whatever. I get that, but we don't do that. We compare ourselves or we don't even compare ourselves. We look to God uh, for our growth. We look to God to learn. We look to God. So so even though that's one of those things, well, I want to be better. I want to be like this man, this lady. I get that. But uh, it's better to look to God and say, what does God have for me? And you know, if those people are godly, you're going to get closer to that, what they are and what you want anyway, uh, because mm-hmm. it sounds to me like they may be growing that way. So that's one of those big things, Stephanie. It's not one of those really overt kind of knucklehead things, but it's something we better know. It's yeah. not, it's not about modeling others. Yeah, I agree. It's, you know, it's very easy to fall into the trap of, um, of, even in our Christian circles, well, I must be doing something wrong because their life is going so great and I'm having trouble and trials. No, 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 don't do that. Um, God may be, you know, cutting and chipping away at you to create you to shine and in a way that's bright that that other person who seems to be having no problems will never shine. And so remember that, you have a loving heavenly father because that comparing thing can leave you pretty depressed. It can bring you to a bad place. 
it can yeah. it can leave you to a real bad place. And so don't do that anyway. And uh, things we say. So we've changed this up. Stephanie went to the positive side, and I'm thankful for that. So things we say to people with PTSD uh, is, hey, you got time to come by and have coffee? You know, something like that. People like that. Looking out for people, inviting them over. You know, I know it's hard to... You know, we always want to pick up our house. Our house is always clean anyway, most of us. You know, I mean, maybe go to Starbucks if your house isn't clean. I don't know. Uh, but just do something with people. Just connect with them at a different level than seeing them at church or talking to them on a phone. If you're fortunate enough to live by them and stuff, connect with them. I think that's a big deal, Stephanie. Say things that connect people together. We yeah. we all need to connect with people. and. uh yeah. Uh, I think, you know, people with PTSD, people with hurting hearts right now is where they need someone to connect with them. Not a year from now, be part of the big heel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. the big heel, you want to be part of that. You want to be, you want to be right in on the front row. You want to be in the arena with God, uh, watching what God's doing and allowing him to use you in just little bits and pieces, you know, maybe taking some, you know, we've got a little diner here, Stephanie. I've never taken you guys to that. Maybe I'll do that when you come down here in June, but, uh, we have a little diner down the road. It's called stacks and stacks Omega and stacks Omega has the best coconut cream pie you've ever had in your life. I mean, they're expensive, but you know, you get what you pay for. Because that coconut cream, you know, just thinking about it right now, I have drool sneaking out of the sides of my lips. <laughs> I mean, you can hear it almost. And, and Stephanie's made me some coconut cream pie. So she, she made me this one health one, and it was good. But, boy, that stuff was heavy. And, uh, uh, and I oh. liked it. No, it, that was some kind of health recipe or something. It was good. Yeah. yeah. It was a mama recipe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I like Stephanie's fat recipes better. I'm just being <laughs> upfront with you. You know, like her her uh, uh, her clone Starbucks clone um, muffins, cream cheese. Mm -hmm. I think they're better than Starbucks. I'm just being upfront with you. I You'd think, love making cookie with cream cheese frosting recipe. I I've been making. Dude, I don't know why you haven't shared that recipe with me yet, but you know. Yeah you since i found it i found it over thanksgiving time so oh, okay all right well we're gonna have to share that with our people because we're not recipe thieves around here we share our recipes with you guys but anyway we're cruising along i think you know i think stephanie this study of proverbs is is you know if i'm not careful i think god continues to make me a little bit better of a human being I, I mean, we can never attain to the level of God, but we can try to be better, more God-like. We can try to do the right things. We can try to act the right way. We can try to help out one another, those types of things. And and I think, in a way, God's making me a little better of a human being. That's all mm -hmm. I'm saying. I think I think God's making me a little better of a human being, and I'm thankful for that. And have your heart open for that, because if he, if he can make me a better human being, he can certainly make some of you guys a better human being out there, because I'm kind of a knucklehead at heart and uh, had all that army knuckleheaded us nest thrown into us. So we're going to cruise right along. We're going to hop in. We're going to do a couple verses today. We're going to read a letter from somebody, and then we got a request for a song. So we're going to hop right in on verse number three here from Proverbs chapter 12. It says, A man shall not be established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous shall not be moved. So looking at that again, shall not be established by wickedness. You, you don't grow any godly fame. You, you, you're not doing anything. You're not storing up any riches by being wicked. Uh, well, you know, what are people doing by being wicked, Stephanie? 
Well, they're self-destructing. Um, they're, yeah. you know, you choose to live that life. Um, I think of, of the wise man versus the foolish man that Jesus talked about. Um, the one whose house is built on the sand versus the one who's built is on, which, you know, the wise man builds his house on the rock. And if you're, if you're building your life on the sand, on the shifting, on nothing sure, the only thing sure is Jesus Christ. So if you're building your life on anything, including a facade of Jesus Christ, that will fall. Okay. You're building, if you're, if you're building your, your life, your home, your church, whatever on a facade, on a form of godliness, but you're denying the power that's as shifting, you know, that, that hybrid, that counterfeit is as shifting as just the blatant black and white stuff. It comes, tum- it comes tumbling down. Yeah. Yeah. Will come tumbling down. And so that will only last so long. And so where your life is built on a relationship with Jesus Christ, when it is built in the life of Christ being lived through you, that will leave you with a root that will not be moved. Yeah. And, and boy, that's what we need. We, we need that root, folks. We need to, um, you know, our foundation is God. You know, if our foundation is anything of this world, then, then we're messed up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our foundation, everything we build, it's, uh, uh, it's of God. It's from God. Uh, you know, when, when people, you know, when they seek to advance or establish themselves outside of God, there's no way God can put his blessing on that. And right. uh, it, it just doesn't happen. And, and you know, evil it's like this variable. There's no fixed principle on evil too. people. You could be evil in so many ways. Can't you, you know, we know, we know evil people we've lived through. We've had evil people attack uh, you and me, Stephanie, just since we've been in this ministry and uh, we've had evil people attack, you know, they don't like us. And, And I don't know what's not to like about us. You know, we're pretty good human beings. We eat good food, you know, drink lattes. I mean, love the Lord, go to church, share the word, have a podcast, to me, I think we're pretty good people. And, uh, but I'll tell you, understanding that when we do evil, uh, you know, it, it's just filled with these variables and, and nothing's permanent. You know, the only permanent thing in life is the goodness of God and only God is unchangeable. And that's that root of righteousness. We're talking about of being righteous. You can't move that root. It's deep. It holds. It's like, you know, out in my yard, there's oak trees. There's you know, I've got like a half a dozen trees. I've got a small yard. Stephanie's yard's probably three times, maybe four times. So Stephanie has a beautiful yard. She lives out in the country. I live in the city here, but I still, in respect, I have trees. And you know what trees I've lost? I've lost the pine trees because they have no roots. So when the winds come along, when those bad storms come along, you know what go down? The things without roots go down. Those bushes without roots, they get blown down. Um, but, you know, the, the roots of the righteous, the roots of God, you can't pull people out of the righteousness of God. People don't come out of that, Stephanie. I mean, that's, that's where you want to be. I want to stand with God. I want God to be my foundation. I want to build upon God and godliness and goodness. And, and God only goes good. Don't think that you're building on a godly foundation uh, when you're doing something evil. So many people do not let your evil be spoken, uh, do not let your good be spoken evil of. So many people say, well, if I do this one evil thing, I'll have money, then I can do good. And that's a slippery slope when you're doing evil it's not built on the god foundation stephanie it's not there yeah yeah exactly well and that's 
that's the whole point. You know, when I, when you read the sermon on the Mount, that was Jesus whole point, um, was that our life is but a vapor. Okay. It's, it's going to go by quickly. And if we're not, if we are not investing in what is eternal and what is long lasting, it's going to fall apart. And so that it's, you know, yes, it, it, very well could happen on earth, but it for sure will happen in eternity if you're not establishing your roots yeah. in Jesus and following him. That's right. That's right. The oak tree. And, and you know, then we go and we look at, at Proverbs 12, 4, and, and, and folks, you know, we're not, uh, we're not taken off from that one real quick for any specific reason, but it talks about a virtuous woman is a crown to her husband. But she that maketh ashamed is a rottenness, is as rottenness is to the bones. And so what it's doing is it's giving us this comparison where if you know an excellent wife, if you have one, I have one. But if you, it's a crown to her husband. But he that causeth shame. And boy, this is one of those tough things, Stephanie. This is one of these tough things that God's word can be so practical. And, uh uh, you know, talking about being a good wife, putting up with the guy's junks, you know, we're filled with junk. If you didn't figure that out with those years, you were married to Charles guys can be kind of knuckleheads, you know, and we, we got our problems, but staying in the midst of those problems and being an excellent wife is pretty great. And fellas, can I tell you something? Staying in the midst of your wife's stuff and being an excellent husband is pretty great. But when you sh- when you stray from those two things, Stephanie, when you stray from them, and you purposely are messing with your husbands or wives, and you're purposely, uh, I mean, you're not a crown to them. You're a knucklehead. Yeah, there it is. You're an, it's the opposite. It's the other end of that. And, boy, don't we see that? Yeah. We see people, you know, we see wives and husbands who demolish marriages and people, don't we? Yep. And, and uh, you know, they go out there and, and they, they try to take this higher moral authority road. You know, I'm in a higher place. I'm, I'm in... I'm in this, I'm in that. I, I hold a higher level. Man, people like that make me sick. You know, they, they try to be, um, I don't know, Stephanie. I mean, how would you, you know, draw us a comparison between an excellent spouse and one that brings rot, rottenness to the bones? Well, um, I think as an excellent spouse is one who is building up their partner. It's building up their um the the one that is bone of their bone and flesh of their flesh and um the idea that you know when i think of a virtuous woman i think of proverbs 31 in other words um she's she's her husband's teammate for better for worse now i'm not saying she goes along with sin if he's involved in sin um because that's a completely unbiblical um thing that is pushed very much today that a wife just has to go along with her husband if he's in sin um, because she's supposed to be submissive, not nowhere in the Bible. In fact, God gave multiple examples of wives who stood up to their husbands um, and did what was right. Um, and he gave examples of wives that were killed because they went along with their husband's sin. Um, so I think God makes it clear his position on that. But a truly virtuous wife loves her husband. And loving her husband means she's not trashing him. She's not out to, you know, build herself up and make him look like the dud. Um, Just looking at it from a wife's perspective, I remember days that, you know, 
it was, that's what brought me joy that day was being a part of Charles' life, being a part of doing whatever he was doing, being his teammate, being the one that was there to, to build him up and see, see his dreams come true. Um, that was a very happy place for me to live. Um, going to Cameroon, um, yes, I loved it. But it was seeing the joy, of, seeing the joy and the satisfaction and the the happiness it brought to him. Wow, that brought happiness and joy to me. And um, that was, you know, why would I have tried to tear that down? Why, why would I have tried to destroy that when that was um, his his dream come true? And so I think there's a sense in which, as a truly virtuous wife, delights in being part of her husband's ministry and being a part of his life um her goal isn't to live her own separate life or to have her own separate agenda um, because we are created to be the helpmate, to be the teammate to be the one that's there through the ups and the downs um and so just from a wife's perspective you know and now not having a spouse wow um you know i think i i've heard a lot of people say yeah you 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 value things the second time so much more than you did the first and i can see where that would be true you learn a lot of lessons and look back and say whoa yeah i thought i was doing my best at the time but looking back i should have done better in this area or that area and so this is a big deal um yeah, yeah. from a woman's perspective we have a very important role i think you're right and 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 i think we we all know where <clears throat> excuse me we all know where we're going here and where we're going here is be an excellent spouse, you know, be a yeah. crown to your, to your husband, be a crown to your wife. Uh, you know, be that person. Don't be that person that causes shame. Maybe sit down with your spouse and say, Hey, am I, you know, am, am I bringing something godly to this marriage? What can I do better? Am I messing you up in front of your friends in your church? Am I messing you up? You know, talk, you know, talk communication is a pretty good thing. So anyway, I wanted, I wanted to move quick on this, but I think we really get this because we got a letter, one letter I'm kind of weirded out about, but I'm going to share it because that's the kind of person I am. So this guy, <laughs> Bill wrote us, Stephanie. All right. This guy, Bill, I, I don't know how to feel about Bill, but, uh, he wrote down, I do detect that Doug may hold some bitterness against Stephanie and this girl, Liberty calling him, uh, calling him a bad musician. Well, uh -huh. you know, I was, you know, Bill, first of all, you may be right. You know, maybe there was a little bitterness I was holding. We have a kindred spirit going. That's all I'm going to say to this. Wow. Uh, so, this so, Bill, I, I think you may be right here. All right. And I'm going to work. I love Liberty and I love Stephanie. And you guys know that. You, you know that uh, you may not know Liberty. Liberty's out there and uh, teaching now in a school across the country. But listen, this is... You know, maybe there's been some bitterness there. And I'll tell you, Bill, I'm going to look out for it. And, uh, and, and, you know, Bill wrote that he's praying for me to let go of that. So, Bill, your prayers, your prayers and other people listening, there's, there's been a little bit of a bitterness there, a little bit of a root of bitterness growing inside me for Stephanie and Liberty, you know. And, and so I want to apologize. More Stephanie than Liberty. Liberty, you know, she, she bailed out uh, out of it quick and smiled and took the high road. Stephanie kept it going a little bit. But I just want to say I, I want to publicly acknowledge that root of bitterness and, and just apologize to uh, both Liberty and Stephanie. And, 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 and thank you, Bill. Thank you for pointing that out. I'm going to try my best not to bring that up anymore. Uh, you, you may, you may be seeing something that's real here. 
I don't know. Did you, I mean, Stephanie, did you ever feel like I had a root of bitterness over you guys killing my music life? <laughs> I am going to plead the fifth on that one. Okay. So Bill, uh, you're you're standing up here, Bill. You you planted a good foundation, brother. You came from God. You corrected me. I'm showing you grace, brother. Thank thank you, Bill. And and Stephanie's pleading the fifth. She's showing grace in this particular aspect as well. So don't don't pick on her about this. And but anyway, I'm glad Bill wrote that. I think he maybe wrote it a little bit as a joke. Maybe he didn't. I don't know, Bill. Uh, but Bill, thank you, thank you for allowing us to say your name on ear. And because uh, he said you can use my name on ear, so uh, we did. What I wanted to do is also, Stephanie, we, so many ladies, I mean, and so many families are dealing, it seems like miscarriages and losing mm -hmm. children are at all time high, Stephanie. I, I don't know. I don't think I go a week on Facebook on a very serious note where uh, I'm not seeing somebody losing their child today. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Stephanie and I wrote a song. So I wrote this song and I'm trying to tell Stephanie how how she should write the music and edit it. And one of the things I'm telling her is come up with these, what I say, lullabies and stuff. Yeah. Play. And you try to add the lullaby aspect to the song. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, we wrote a song entitled greater in you. I think it's, I think it's one of the better songs we wrote, but I think that about all our songs, but, uh, there's a lady and, uh, she asked not to use her name, but a lady wrote me and, and they lost a the baby last week. And so by the time she hears this, we're, we're a couple, couple and a half weeks ahead here. Uh, but by the time you hear this, ma'am, this is for you. And this is for everybody who's ever lost a child. And, uh, and we believe this is, uh, we believe this is an honor, uh, to be able to have people listen to this song. So Stephanie's going to go ahead and mute herself and I'm going to play our song off the new album, uh, Stephanie Wesco and family. God meant it for good. The song is greater in you. And here we go. Dreams come true. 
Thanks for being with us today, folks. Every time I listen to that song, I get a little bit of a tear in my eye for all of you who've lost a child through miscarriage or whatever case. We're praying for you. May God bless you on this day. Folks, please listen to every word Brother Eric has to say and and, uh, pay attention. There's nothing more important than knowing Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.